Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you. 
Well, praise God this morning. Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And good morning, Tevon. Father God, I thank you. I thank you that today is uh, June the 19th. 2020, I thank you for waking each and every one of us up this morning. And God, you know what I thank you for? I thank you that we're not mentally insane and we're not crazy. Peculiar, yes, God, but crazy, no. So God, I want to thank you this morning. And in the name of Jesus, I bind, according to 1 John 3 and 8, the works of the devil. And God, let you be exalted and let every lie working against every believer be exposed in the name of Jesus. I hope you hear me all right this morning. Um, I have to apologize, but it wasn't my fault <laughs> um, that I wasn't on here last night. What happened is um, I didn't mention it, but when when um, when when Mark came, I hope I don't know if he's on here this morning or not, but Mark was here, and he was at the hotel with his son, and God would not allow me to call him, and the reason being when Mark came and sat beside me. A band, a band was placed on my arms. It's like, I want you to experience this. Hold your um, arms close together at your side and, and like push them together, like your arms are being pushed together. A band was placed around my arms and the band went all the way around my arms, all the way around my chest. And um, I knew the band was there, but I also decided that I was just gonna bind up the works of the band, that the band could not do any works or, or that it would not be fulfilled. But what I did is I went to God. I said, God, you know, what kind of, what is this band? And um, what, what's the, what is this? Um, and I felt it. And um, what it was like, it was, it was as if, you ever seen, um, if you know anything about snakes, you know that boa constrictors wrap their, wrap their body uh wrap their body, coil their body around their victim, and they squeeze them to death. And this is how um, constrictors and snakes in the constrictors family kill. And I noticed because one time years ago, when I was a baby, baby Christian, I studied snakes because um, the Bible describes Satan as a serpent. And I wanted to see if I could find any biological truth to the fact that snakes had legs and walked um, erect. Well, I found out snakes did have legs and there are, there's a species of snakes today 
that has legs. I don't know if you know that. It's not too many of them left. Um, and in my ranch, in my ranch in California, we had to be, you know, we had some um, rattlers, diamondback, on my ranch. So anyway, I, I just threw that in there. But in, anyway, it it felt like a boa constrictor would feel if, I guess it's the, <clears throat> would have to be one of those big anaconda, anaconda to wrap around a human being, but, but they have them that big. And I noticed that he always talked about snakes and how big they were. And so I felt this constricting. Um, so I said, now, God, I said, because, um, see, people don't realize that they come with snakes. I tell you all the time, they come with whatever their bondage is. And um, whatever that bondage is, its first uh, strike is going to be to take out the deliverance minister. So I just applied the blood between me and this um, serpent spirit. And I, I kept asking God, okay, what do I do about this? Or how does this work? Uh, but, but, you know, I had absolutely no fear. And I'm noticing that too, that I had no fear, even although I could feel the effects of this uh, serpent wrapped around my my upper upper body and just trying to um, constrict it there. And so what I did is I went went I just went about the day, but I didn't do too much. I talked to a couple of people. God, God began to show me. Um, I didn't know. He would just give me a word and tell me to call somebody and tell them something or loose them from some bondage. So what happened, uh, brothers and sisters, in the back of my mind or the front of my mind, I'm keeping in the forefront. God, you said your heart on the 20th. And, um, but I'm also saying, okay, God, you know, if, uh, if it's time for me to, to leave here, I know it ain't going to be like this. I'm going to sleep away because <clears throat> that's how saints die. They sleep away. So, I told the devil, I said, you cannot kill me. I don't care what you think. Um, and if it's my time to go, I'm going to go to be with Jesus. If it's my time to stay, I'm going to fight you like hell in the name of Jesus. So it don't make me no difference, devil. Either way it goes, it don't make me no difference. So what happened is, I also know this, that when the devil comes in the, in the form of a person and God reveals their bondage, I have to deal with that bondage. I have to deal with that bondage. Or else, what's in that person is going to overcome me. So I'm saying, okay, this is uh, this one snuck up on me 
because uh, and 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 then the Holy Spirit said, no, it didn't it didn't it didn't sneak up on you, Erica. No, it didn't. It did not sneak up on you. I said, okay. I said, so what am I supposed to do? So the Holy Spirit says, what do you always do? Uh, and I said, overcome the devil. He said, so that's what you got to do. So I began to um, apply the blood of Jesus. See, I'm not like some some people. I don't, I don't yield. I, it is not my manner to yield to the devil to defeat him. I can't do that. I must overcome him. Period. I must not ever go down to his level. Because if I go down to his level, then I'm done for. So God had me make a few calls and, and not calls for help or not anything like that. But but there was a couple people that uh, had gotten bound by deception. And so God said, serpent here has led a couple people into some specific deception. I want you to call them up and I want you to allow me to use you to loose them from that deception. So I called the people and man, when I called them up, they were mean, they were mean because God had been talking to me about mean people, about how mean people uh, hinder and block his people from receiving him and they're mean and they and their meanness um, is causing them to miss out on him. So when I when I called the people, God told me to call. They were mean. Trust me, it was like it it was like all I had to say was hello, and they were snapping my head off. The me Erica was wanting to say, "Now wait a minute, I don't have to take this." I said, "Yes, you do." <laughs> You say, yes, you do. So I took it. And then I watched the people that I that he had me call begin to melt. When I say melt, I mean they begin to see the truth. And they begin to see where this deception was creeping in or had crept in. And I'm watching this. It's like I'm I'm living it. But I'm watching it because I'm always open for God to teach me what's happening. So then I had bought this little book for uh, Jose. It was in Spanish. And I bought the book for Jose in Spanish to read because depending on what he got out the book, I want to send it to uh, Paraguay and to all my Spanish-speaking headliners. And so... I said, Jose, what did you get out the book? He said, nothing. He said, the book is the basics. <laughs> I said, Jose, you got absolutely nothing out of the book? He said, no. I said, I don't believe that you got nothing out of that book. I just don't believe that. Because the book, it, 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 is, it is like a, a deliverance basics, but if you read any good deliverance book, you will always get something out of it. It might just be a word. He said, well, the only thing I got out of it was that 
the writer of this little book believes that deliverance is a process. I said, okay, because deliverance is not a process. Deliverance is a miracle, period. And I am so happy that I never allowed myself to be caught in that lie. Almost, almost like uh, what did King Agrippa say? He said, Paul, thou almost persuaded me to become a Christian. Well, there is no almost. They never, they never convinced me that deliverance is a process. Deliverance may take time, but it's not a process. And so this is where God was bringing me back to. Um, and, and I always know that people that, that believe that deliverance is a process will have a hard time if they're able to receive anything from me at all. Because, because deliverance is a miracle. And I know that. I've been groomed that way. I've been trained that way. And my biggest fight is if you accept the fact that deliverance is a process, you'll never be delivered. Never. And that's what God was talking to me about. Um, the impracticality of people being made free with their current mindsets. Okay? So, after I listened to that from the people, you know, and I, and I was getting, I was still geared up for nine o'clock. Um, I, I, I'm on page two. God gave me page two of the of the manual. Okay, the back of the manual has already been written. I'm writing the front now. The middle, the middle has already been partially written. I'm writing the front. So uh, most of you know I get up about 4, 4.30 every morning. I start getting tired because I'm still doing what God is telling me to do, and I'm still fighting the um, this constricting force, being power. And I'm not worried about it because I'm I'm watching God work. So then um, I, I said, I said, let me just lay down. I went back in the fellowship. I said, I'm going to just lay down. Well, every now and then, I don't know what time it was by then, but I know that my husband, Brother Joe, came in with some burgers from this place that we like. Um, for me and Jose to eat. So I said, I'm going to eat this burger. But the Lord said, smell that burger. And I smelled the burger. See, I have a, my, my sense of smell is like very, very keen. Just like it's, it's part of the discerning gift. So I smelled it and I said, this, this meat is not, was not fresh. And the reason we batter burgers there because they're fresh. I said, the Lord said, well, throw the rest of it out. I said, okay. So I said, did the devil just try to poison me or what? He said, well, it wasn't, smell it. If you smell it, it wasn't the meat, it was the mayo. I said, okay, so now I've got to pray for Brother Joe and Jose not to get salmonella, not to get sick from the burger. We 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 finished. We had. 
Then God began to give me a um an open vision. It was so much and so quick, it just overwhelmed me. And what it did is it knocked me out. Every now and then, God will put me in what I call the sleep of the dead. It's a sleep, and I'm sure many of you have experienced it as well. It's a sleep that you, it's like you get knocked out. You just, you go to sleep, and it's like you know you're not moving. You know that. You you know the sleep is so deep that you know you can't get up out of it until God releases you. So God released me out that sleep about two o'clock this morning. I woke up and I realized that all the snake stuff was gone. I felt great. And um, I had Jesus on my mind. Then God gave me the second page of the of the manual. See, that's how I wrote Spirit Side Subject to You. I was dying. I had come off the, me and Brother Joe was still on the mission field. And it was, um, I don't even want to go into that now. I was, I was hemorrhaging internally. And Brother Joe took me to the VA hospital. And they saved my life. God used them to save my life. And so when they told me that I had to recuperate, I, I just, I'm one of these people that just cannot do nothing. So I had had this surgery. That's how they saved my life. And they told me it was going to take me about eight weeks to recuperate. And every day God would give me the spirits I subject unto you to write. And, and so instead of uh, eight weeks, I recuperated in, um, I went, I recuperated in 10 weeks because that's how long it took me to write that. Every week I, I wrote a chapter and every week I got better, 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 better. And when it was done, it was over. And then I went and got, um, hand, I went and got prayer and the and the wound just thank God healed. You know the surgical wound just came together and healed. So I woke up and I realized that I had slept through. I bet that was the kind of that's the kind of sleep. I got a whole little booklet on sleep that I haven't finished actually, but I started it. If you remember back here some weeks ago, I, I said I was going to do that booklet on sleep. Well, this kind of sleep, when you wake up, your whole body feels feels like it's been rested. Your mind feels rested. Body feels rested. Your limbs even move differently because you, your whole God puts you in a rest. It's a supernatural rest. So when I when I realized I had slept and then I realized I was awake, I said, God, what 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 what's uh what's going on? And I realized that, that that serpent thing was completely gone and God had done it himself. And that's what I wanted him to do. 
I wanted to know that I was at that point where I could identify that a demon could transfer on me and that it couldn't touch me. It could not do its intent. That's what I'm talking about when I say it can't touch me. Because of course, of course it touched me. Of course I felt it and, and I felt the power that it had. So I asked God, I said, God, uh, this came from Mike or Mark. He said, yeah. He said, it came from Mark. He said, and that's just the beginning. I said, okay. I said, so that's why you didn't allow me to call him or, or minister to him? And he said, yeah. He said, you had to overcome that serpent. You see, sometimes uh, God brings, especially if you're trying to help somebody else, he'll bring a situation that he wants to teach you how to overcome. And you must overcome it. <clears throat> but in this situation here, God wanted me to overcome by totally yielding it all to him and allow him to do it. Um, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I, I just, even the, the constriction was so, so deep, it had indentations in my arms where it went around me and was just squeezing, trying to, uh, trying to squeeze my soul. It was trying to squeeze my soul and my body. Because the spirit don't feel nothing like that. Your spirit don't feel nothing like that. Your spirit, your spirit man, only, only responds to God. That's what I'm going to say. It only feels God. But um, it, nothing like that can, can touch your spirit unless you let it, unless you allow it. It can't take anything from you unless you allow it. So... <clears throat> So the Holy Spirit said, Erica, Mark is a renegade. I said, okay. <laughs> I said, okay. He said, he's a renegade. He said, now I want you to go back to the, and think about, I, I, I don't know if Christian is on here. I want you to think about the conversations that you had today. But he said, the one that I want you to think about is the one that you had with Christian. I said, okay. I said, God, um, she 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 followed your instructions and she being blessed. He said, I opened up something. What was it? He said, go back over that conversation with Christian. And brothers and sisters. I'm telling you something. I have always said that there are more than the nine gifts. Like when you put the gifts together, you'll come up with about a hundred and something gifts from God that I was that that I've been able to identify. I'm sure it's more than that. But he said. And I, I haven't even looked this up yet. I gotta look it up. He said there's something called the tongue of the learned. Can you look? Can you? Can anybody find that in the in the Bible? 
Oh, good, Christian. He said, there's something called the tongue of the learned. I said, yeah. He said, you know that still water flows deep. I said, yeah. He said, and the tongue of the learned flows deeper still. I said, okay. How does it work? <laughs> he said, when you are ministering to one of my children, and I allow you to do that, he said, the tongue of the learned can flood. I said, okay. He said, because as you were talking to Christian, and she was taking notes. He said, I was talking to her too. Do you recall this, Christian? As I was talking to her, I was talking to her. He said that you have the gift of the learned. So let me tell you what happened. Know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. He waking at morning by morning. He waking at my fear to fear as as the learned. You have this gift, and you see, I don't know how this gift works. Really, I know. I'm telling you now what God has shared with me uh, early this morning, and He laid me down. And put me in that deep, deep, deep rest. Rest. Because, yeah, is it back? Is it back? Is the blog talk audio back? Okay. Because as I was talking to Christian, he was talking to Christian too. And I love it because when I talked to Christian, she had gone back and researched what had come up in her deliverance, and it was all factual. It was all factual. And that's one of the few times, one of the, see, I tell people, I don't prophesy. I mean, I don't have a gift of prophecy. Like, well, what I'm learning now, a lot of people who say they prophesy, they don't prophesy either. But when you have this tongue of the learned, you can tell somebody something and they can go back in history or in a family line or in whatever God tells them and it's valid. They can research and it's valid. And it's valid. In Christian ministry, it, it wasn't long. I'm telling you, it wasn't long. And and God was teaching me that what it used to take me a long time to do, when he brings his real believers, it only takes minutes. It only takes it takes even shorter time. Am I right, Christian? Everything that the Holy Ghost spoke 
but he didn't speak it through me, he spoke it through you. It was just deliverance as, as normal. But she was able to go back, validate it, and God is supernaturally bringing it to pass. Am I right, Christian? Brothers and sisters, when I when I mentioned to you all that God is doing a new thing, he is. He is. And he said that what I saw in demonstration was the tongue of the learned. That he can use the mouth of one of his children that will speak directly into the spirit of another one of his children. Everything that is revealed comes to pass, just like he says. That has got to be what uh, Samuel had. Because for years, I, I always knew that it was a lie for a prophet to tell me that's why I don't let people prophesy to me, that I'm responsible for making a prophet. I mean, that I'm responsible for making a word that they say is from God come to pass. I knew it was a lie. For years, I've known it was a lie. Because the Bible says that Samuel's words never fell to the ground. If Samuel said it, it came to pass. Just Samuel said it. It, it. it doesn't matter if I agree with it. It doesn't matter if I disagree with, it, disagree with it. The only thing that happened, like God was showing me, is like when when he sent Isaiah to uh, King Hezekiah, and he told Hezekiah, get your house in order. You get ready to die. In other words. And the Bible says that Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and said, God, remember me. He said, God, remember me when I did this for you. And before Samuel could get out of, uh, before Isaiah of the courtyard, God extended Hezekiah's life 15 years. That is how a prophetic word is supposed to work, brothers and sisters. That's the truth. And God had to lay me down. I had to fight the serpent. I, and, and God deliberately sent Mark here, bound by these serpents. He did, just like he sent Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil so that Jesus could overcome the devil, brothers and sisters, and then he came down and then he preached the Beatitudes. So I, I wasn't allowed by God to, to, to go near Mark yesterday. And I noticed something. Mark when when God said he's a renegade, he has no discipline. He has no discipline in his spirit. He has no discipline over his own soul. 
And that's because he's been tormented. He's been beat up. He's been beat down. He's been kicked around, but he still has not learned to discipline his own spirit or his own soul, and therefore his body is undisciplined. Christian is writing, for those of you on the blog talk, the Lord was with Samuel as he grew up, and he let none of Samuel's words fall to the ground. 1 Samuel 3, 19. Brothers and sisters, and God was telling me, he said, I've given you the tongue of the learned, and that that was one of the gifts that Christian came here with. Did you know you had that gift, uh, Christian? Can you write in the in the uh, chat room? Did you know you had that gift, or you just knew you were a prophet? Which one? You see, God is authenticating His giftings, brothers and sisters. No longer are people going to get away with just these lying, you know, I'm going to prophesy this to you, and I'm going to prophesy that, and it don't come to pass. No longer is God going to, oh, you didn't know. Okay. Well, praise God. Now you do. I, 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 I didn't know myself, <clears throat> tell you the truth. The tongue of the learned is what a prophet is supposed to be speaking through. But from from obviously, obviously, like God told me, um, you know, when I spoke to you yesterday and you said you you looked it up. Well, I minister to Korean people and Asian people. And I'm used to them looking them up because if you tell a, a, a Korean person, the ones I minister to, and Jewish people too, if you tell them something, they're going to go look it up to see if it has any historical significance. So you can't just be saying uh, anything to people. And so this is how I was raised up by the Lord. I just keep my mouth shut. If he don't say it, or if the person don't say it, it won't be said. But now he's telling me, that he's wanting me to speak and I will be speaking with the tongue of the learned. You ain't never said nothing, Christian? Do you say things and, and they happen? Let me know in the chat room. That's coming up on tomorrow. So the Lord said, don't, don't plan nothing until you get through tomorrow. So I got to get through tomorrow. Yes. Okay. So you thought it was just natural, or did you know it was? I mean, you got to know. You had to have known that you were different. Because your key is different. <laughs> I'm having fun. I have fun with God every day, brothers and sisters. That's why I don't let things, you know, I don't, I, I just, 
God wants us to trust him. Okay. So, yes. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited because, you see, then I said, okay, God, so help me out. He said, this is what I'm going to tell you. Yeah, me too. I know what, and, and everybody on here with you. Because why? I told you God gives me the people to minister to that, and I'm so happy about it. I am really, really happy about it. It's hard, but it's right. Right. So I said, okay. So then God said, Erica, the harvest of the earth is right. I said, can you tell me where that is? I said, sure. Revelation 14, 15, B. This is the first time he ever said, like, A or B. Revelation 14, 15, B. For the harvest of the earth, listen, of the earth is ripe. Can you post that somebody? Revelation 14, 15, B. So I said, what about uh, Mark? What about Mark's deliverance? He said, I have given Mark the word of promise. At this time will I come. I said, where is that? Romans chapter 9, verse 9. Hey. For this is the word of promise. Time will I come. For this is the word of promise. A. At this time will I come. And then the Lord said, this is your banner for this year. And I got the feeling in my spirit, God was saying 18 months. This year, 18 months. And it's the same one again. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 5. This is what he told me. Therefore, judge nothing before the time. Don't let nobody push you into ministering. He said, I don't care if they if they come here and drop dead, call them back to life and wait for my time. Therefore, judge nothing before the time until the Lord comes, who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the hearts. And that is the revealing uh, um, um, Christian. That's the revealing through the tongue of the learned. The counsels of the heart is the revealing of the Things of the learned tongue or tongue of the learning. And then after God reveals it, 
shall every man have praise of God. So then I said, okay. He said, don't forget this. And I need somebody to post Job 1414. Because he was going so fast, I didn't have time to look it up. Job 1414. And the Holy Spirit said, John 7, 8. My time is not fully come. And then John 16, 4 that when the time shall come, when the time shall come. Don't try to bully nobody. Don't try to push nobody. You have to wait until God's time. For man again. all the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. Brothers and sisters, God's going to deliver you. And it's not going to be because you want it. Certainly you need it. But it's going to be at his time. During his timing. And he's not going to, he's not going to, um, you're not going to come up short. You're not. Can somebody post Luke 14, 17 and Matthew 8, 29? Luke 14, 17, and Matthew 8, 29. You see, there's a spirit that's been unloosed by the devil. And I kept, the devil kept trying to keep it away from my mind. Even now, I almost lost it again. God is saying, come. Come to him, for all things are now ready. The banquet table has been set. That's, thank you, Holy Spirit. I knew he would bring it back. Put barbarians and look up the definition of barbarians. I think I used it yesterday, but, but I, it's a spirit of barbarianism, barbarians has been unloosed. And God, God wants that spirit bound up. He wants it barbarian. B-A-R-B-A-R-I-A-N-S. Those demons cried out there in Matthew, um, Matthew 8.29. Uncultured, brutish, savage, that demon, that demon's got to be brought under subjection. Troglodyte, what is that? <laughs> what? Can somebody... <laughs> Stone age person. <laughs> Troglodyte. Oh my goodness. 
Uh, old fashioned <laughs> a troglodyte. <laughs> oh, Robert put caveman. Look, God wants that spirit brought under subjection. Spirit of a barbarian caveman. I, I knew God was concerned about good manners. I knew it. And that's why I kept, and I got to stop here to try to write a little book on um, Christian etiquette and good manners. God wants that, that demon brought under subjection, uncivilized. Barbarians can be members of any nation judged by some to be less civilized or orderly. God wants us to um, clean up our act. <laughs> he wants us to clean up our act. Praise God. So I got to get through tomorrow. I got to get through today. I got to get through tomorrow. Praise God. I'm going to do it. With the help of the Lord, I'm going to do it. But I, I remember I told, I asked you not to miss your day of visitation. Now, God is definitely concerned. And you know what else? Well, he said some other things too. I'm gonna have to write them down. But they were and and he told me to like to come against defiling spirits and evil thoughts and evil thought forms. So God is setting this deliverance up. And I'm not going to get ahead of them. But I thank God everything happened just the way it did. I want you all to pray for Mark because Mark, God has a job for Mark to do. And I think he might have got angry. I hope he didn't leave because patience is definitely a virtue with God. And it's amazing how people can think that, that I'm okay when they need something, but if they need help and deliverance or something, but then when I go to do what God tells me to do, I'm so wrong. Nobody knows. I don't know what God has, God's intent and purpose is for each one of you. And I ain't trying to find out. I'm just trying to do what he tells me to do. Because see, <clears throat> I don't need nobody to yield their members to me but you need to yield your members to God. I told you, I'm trying to make it in heaven. And I really, and God knows, I want to take as many people with me as I can. And if you just, if you just stay close to God and, and grow with him, some of you got some catching up to do. And, and God has given me the, the strategy for this ministry, only this ministry. Because I ain't trying to run nobody else, and I'm trying to keep a grip on this one. But you know what we got to do? We got to believe that truly everything you do, 
And you got to accept the fact that you could be wrong. I know I'm wrong so many times. But you know what? I'm wrong. I'm trying to do right. I'm trying to obey God. And if I'm doing, if I do wrong, I, I, I settle it quickly. God, you know, I was trying to help me, deliver me, break it down. Like I break things down. That's how he breaks them down to me. So I don't have to do them again. And if I do them again, I, I, it's called habitual sin. And I'm guilty. But brothers and sisters, keep your eyes. It's hard to sin willfully when your heart and your mind and everything is focused on Jesus. It's hard. It's hard. The scripture says, Every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights in whom there is no variableness and no shadow of turning. This ministry is focused on this. God wants you strong, healthy, healed in your physical body in your soul and in your spirit, co-joined, connected to him. And you can't go wrong. And you can't lose. I'm not trying to do, you know, to me, it's a great exploit to get somebody delivered for real. That's my desire. That's my desire. And it's coming to pass. That's my dream come true. And it's coming to pass. So my word to you is I ain't going to do nothing till after tomorrow. It's already started. But come on in. Come on in. The table is set. The banquet has been prepared. We just waiting for the main dinner guest. Come on in, brothers and sisters. Woo. Come on in.
I'm on in. Why why you wanna come in? Cause God got it. Come on in and get it. God got it.
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.